Hey guys, welcome back to mine and Andy's show together. We are really excited. Andy arranged a guest speaker for us to chat with today about GNM and what's going on in the world. So who do we have with us today, Andy? Oh, I'm so excited. We have Dr. Christiane Northrup, and I'm so excited because she and I are both from the state of Maine, the great state of Maine. And we actually shared mutual patients when I had my wellness center and everything. So it's wonderful to meet her, to see her again in Zoom. I have met her in person, but it's great to have her here. And just a quick, if you don't know Dr. Northrup, she is an amazing woman who has written books and she's been in the public eye for 40 years, Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom. And also this is another book that I have of her mother, daughter, Wisdom. She's written a whole lot of other books. She's an OBGYN and she graduated from Dartmouth Medical School and completed her res residency at Tufts New England Medical Center in Boston. And she's a board certified OBGYN. So she's an amazing woman and she's done PBS specials and had many New York Times bestsellers. So we're thrilled to be able to introduce her. Yeah, so check out our interview. Perfect. Well, we are here back together again today, Dr. Melissa Sell, and I'm Andy Lockmears, and we are thrilled to have Dr. Christiane Northrup here. So thank you for joining us, Dr. Northrup. I am happy to be here, happy to be here in this time of, I would call it a planetary labor. We're at about, we're in transition, we're at about nine centimeters, and having attended many, 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 many births, I, I, I know what a dysfunctional and prolonged labor looks like, and we're in the middle of it, but the birthing energy is there for us, and we know from the work of spiritual midwifery Ina Mae Gaskin at the farm in Tennessee, which still exists, she would teach women about their biology and the ability of the body to get through something like this. And so I remember a, a patient of mine uh, listening to Ina May, and this woman was really, really afraid of labor, but she did a, a visualization over and over and over and over, which was that her pelvis and her opening would get huge when it was time to bring the baby through. It was just going to get huge. And so she had that experience of, and then Ina May, God love her, would always tell people to do things that were so organic. Like when you when you're, have a horse in front of you and the horse eliminates its, its bowel movement, you watch the horse lifts up its tail and then you see the the canal there, and suddenly this stuff comes out and then it goes right back. And so you got to see your body in the same way so that you can visualize this. Because one of the things that you, you two know beautifully is in the German new medicine, there is always the power of the individual. And so mm -hmm. I, like you, have never cared about what the statistics show, because frankly, all of Western medicine is based on these curves. You know, like there's the mean and there's the two standard deviations down here and the two standard deviations out here. And my whole career, I've always been very interested in the outliers, in the standard deviations. So for instance, let's talk about osteoporosis. So mm -hmm. they would show us graphs of osteoporosis and you know that all these women would have a dual exon de photon densitometry of their bones and they're you know way out here and you'd be told your bones are going to dissolve and all the rest of it and then I'd always look at the graph and I'd see the dot up here right and this is like some 80 year old 
with the bone density of a 20 year old yeah, and yeah. they say, okay, what, who's this person? And that <laughs> has been my guiding light my whole career about everything like aging, right? Come on, you're aging the minute you're born. Okay. So therefore all the stuff they tell us about what's going to happen, you know, in menopause. And, you know, that's my, that's my latest thing, you know, the revision of the wisdom of menopause. This is the post me too version. It's the Bible and I won't be revisiting. Oh my God, you've got the very first Oh my God, that's great! Cool. <laughs> You've got oh, yeah. the original, the original yeah. of women's bodies, women's wisdom. This is the fourth, fifth, fifth edition, fifth wow. and final. I'm I'm passing the torch to the next generation. I mean, I was uh, climbing up unmarked peaks myself in the dark with a yes, headlamp. You know, now the younger women are coming along and putting in benches and landscape lighting, and and that's I I think it's absolutely wonderful. But here we are now on the on the cusp of birthing a whole new human, of birthing, Carolyn Mace, I think, used to say, we're, we're becoming a new species. Carbon under heat and pressure becomes a diamond. Yes. And we don't, as humans, we don't change unless something makes us get out of our comfort zone. So recently, I've been working with a personal trainer, and he said to me, I want you to do uh, this jungle 30 every day. Like, what is the jungle 30? Okay. It's, you know, it's 30 squats, 30 sit-ups, 30 push-ups, and you do them in sets of 10. Well, the great news is I can do everything in my bathroom in the morning or at night, but here's the cool news. And I want everyone to take this idea and apply it to right now. Okay. So if you're trying to do a squat and you haven't squatted like a two-year-old in 40 years, let's say, you're not going to go right down there because your joints have ossified in certain ways. And I will never have the squat of a two-year-old or, you know, the Asian squat where the people who literally eat that way, that will not be happening. However, what I can do, what I've noticed is I can get down way further just from doing this every day, every day, every day, but it has taken squatting to the area of slight discomfort, not pain, not pushing myself to injure my hips, but just staying down there a little longer than is comfortable. Then what happens is the body and the cells get the idea, okay, I can do a little more. I can do a little more. I can do a little more. And I was practicing also on a BOSU ball where the thing is going all over the place. And I thought, okay, I understand balance. Balance is something you can you can work on and get better at. There's so many things in the body that you can just get better at. And and fitness and flexibility is one of those. But if we buy the idea that after a certain age, this is what's going to happen, which comes from those curves again, I want to follow the outliers. And, And I will tell everyone, your biology just pays attention to your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, which is what German new medicine is all about. What is the conflict? How are we going to resolve it? And you've got to step out of that deadly transactional analysis triangle, victim, perpetrator, rescuer, victim, perpetrator, rescuer. That's what's gotten everyone into trouble. So right now on the planet, what are we seeing? We back in the day of the swine flu, the H1N1, they gave people this particular inoculation. 
And 54 to 60 people died from the inoculation. And they said, we need to stop that, okay? Now we have 8,000, 9,000 people who have died of the experimental inoculation and no one's doing anything. It's almost as though the human race is given an opportunity now to step into our power and out of victimhood by a situation where none of the doctors in conventional medicine, none of the legislators, none of the judges, none of the public health authorities are doing anything. So we have to do it. We have to do it. It's forcing us to do it. Right now, we're seeing incredible amounts of miscarriages, bleeding. People who've just been around those who had the recent inoculation are having symptoms. You know, like a six-year-old who goes to visit her inoculated grandparents and gets a nosebleed so bad they have to take her to the emergency room. This stuff is happening. And we would be idiots to say, this isn't happening. Right. On the other hand, how are you going to live with this? And what I say is truth has a high vibration. You know, on that scale of David Hawkins, power versus force, truth has a really high vibration. Fear and anger, if you stay there, have a really low vibration. However, you have to feel them and work through them. You have to feel it. And so what I would say to people is, if you are wigged out by the dark forces that have created this. If that, if that wigs you out and makes you terrified and you're just like, well, frankly, look at what has happened. Like from last March, I watched this whole thing and I said, this is a bunch of baloney. This is a bunch of baloney. Here's what you can do, vitamin D, zinc, not be terrified, all the rest of it. We're gonna have people in their apartments as mummified humans that they'll find in three, four years who have never left because they were overtaken with fear. Then what does fear do? What does that do? It pours out inflammatory chemicals in the blood from the adrenals, um, cortisol, epinephrine, causing cellular inflammation. And in the face of that kind of stress, what do you wanna do? you want to eat sugar. So we got all these people who are talking about, you know, that the, the COVID-20, that they've gained all of this weight because the only way they knew to soothe themselves is sweets and donuts and cookies and all the rest of it. And then watching fear porn on the tell lie vision. So what we have to do as humans, if you want to be part of the, the front lines of the new human, which clearly you do, you don't pay any attention to what the mainstream is doing ever. You watch like the documentary, My Octopus Teacher is absolutely astounding. So that's on Netflix. So you see, and then people will say, oh, you know, no, no, you should never watch Netflix. It's a, no, no, no. What you're going to do is you're going to choose the high vibe thing in your environment. That might be a house plant. That might be a daffodil. It might be I have a, a beautiful flowering ornamental cherry tree now that, you know, weeps like a weeping cherry. It is so gorgeous that, you know, I'm astounded by it every time I look out the window. I have a couple cats. They're hilarious. You know, it's like you pet the cat. They're soft. This is lovely. And then you do what you can do in cancel culture, 
in what's happening. We're, here's what, where we are. We're at the great bifurcation, right? Where there are people who are coming with us and people who are not coming with us. And so after a year and a half, actually more like 40 years of telling people what the truth is and what they can do to make their own women's wisdom their, their reality, and you know, don't give your power to big farm in the matter. After a, a lifetime of that, people are now coming to me. Well, I, you know, I had the injection and now all this stuff is, is happening to me. What can I do? And what I say is, I'd pray if I were you. I'm gonna just pay attention to the ones who are on the side where they jumped from the dock and got on the boat. I am not gonna swim back in shark infested waters to save those who for whatever reason didn't get the memo. Because if you have voluntarily worn a mask for a year and a half, your immune system is depressed because what is the message you're giving to your body every time you put that on? There's something to be afraid of, it's in the air. I don't know if you saw the Del Big Tree uh, video, really good. He pours a bag of rice out onto the table and then he colors one grain red. And he said, this is the number of viruses in your microbiome. And I know you've had Andy Kaufman on the show and you know he's on our mastermind group. And this is this one, one virus. And so we're gonna do all this stuff to protect you from one little virus. First of all, there is no virus. There is no virus. You know, I hate to break it to you, but there is no virus. There's something. There's something, there's a spike protein that's man-made and you know it's here to make you sick and it cross-reacts with 28 different human tissues and the more afraid you are, the worse it's gonna be. So the, the high vibe approach to this is out in the sun, you get sunlight, you don't watch the mainstream media. <laughs> what did the, I think it was the, the Mennonites or the Amish and someone said, why don't, why aren't you all getting sick from this thing? And they said, we don't have television. <laughs> so, so the thing is, and we have a lot of scientific data on this, you know, like studies where over the loudspeaker, they tell everyone at a ball game that food poisoning has been detected in the hot dogs. And suddenly everyone's throwing up and people are going to the emergency room. And then they later, later tell you, uh, Actually, that was a mistake. There isn't anything. So the, and then Bernie Siegel's whole book, Love, Medicine and Miracles was all about what the meaning is to somebody. So what I'd like to put out to your audience is the meaning of this whole PSYOP is this is the impetus to rebirth a new human and a new earth that is based on regenerative agriculture, sustainability, community, people interacting with love, you know, and, and stepping out of the incredible disempowerment that has become the public health system. The public health system is just weaponized against humanity. Why else would they support putting fluoride in the water, which is a poison which calcifies the pineal gland? What's interesting is each of us as humans has the ability to discern, but we have to take back our power and we have to say, no, I wanna give you an example. So we have a, I have a nurse friend and she's a pediatric nurse 
works in the hospital. And last fall, they said to her, oh no, here's what happened. She gave a kid a flu shot and she went home and threw up. Her inner guidance system said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. There's no good data for this. Plus we know that if you get a flu shot, which has all kinds of stuff in it that doesn't need to be in there, it increases your risk of getting this other thing that starts with a C by five times. So she decided I cannot do this anymore. So she told her supervisor, I won't be giving these shots anymore. I can't do it. And the supervisor said, well, you know, you probably have to clean out your desk and you'll be fired. And she's like, okay. See, she stood in sovereignty. She went in the next day. It was the day of her annual report. They said nothing. To this day, they have said nothing. Same thing happened to another woman who works in development at the hospital. And she just gave them a notice of liability that Dolores Cahill talks about. And she said, you're completely liable if anything happens to me when I'm taking this and I'm not taking it. And she had all the paperwork, no one said a thing. I am telling you, if we humans collectively, if enough of us stand up, the whole thing goes away. That's what it's for. I swear to you, that is what it's for. This is pressure and heat to allow you to remember who you are. You are, you are the word made flesh. You are the divine in human form. You probably didn't come from the apes and you're, you need to be a divinely protected species. But the only way you're going to do that is to remember, remember that. And everything in the medical world, my world, conspires against that. I mean, you should have seen me back in the 80s. You know, I was doing Le Boyer births and delayed cord clamping. And the first time I ever put a baby on the mother's abdomen, I was a resident, Cambridge City Hospital. Okay, so I take the baby and then I put it right on the mother's abdomen and the woman's hands touched my glove. So my attending physician goes, her hand touched your glove. You're not sterile. I said, Dr. McGovern, in all due respect, this baby just came out of the vagina. The only way to sterilize it is to boil it. And you know, you can't refute that. You know, so gradually in the 80s, 90s, we woke up about birth. When I started my residency in Boston at a Catholic hospital, they were still giving women twilight sleep, secondol and scopolamine. So they turn into wild animals. You strap them down, they didn't remember anything. And the obstetrician then gives them the baby three days later when they wake up. And then all of the bonding hormones of prolactin and oxytocin that are flooding the woman's system, she's given that to the obstetrician. Oh my God, he saved me. This man saved me from my own birth. Well, we had to have the women's movement. We had to have all of that so that we could take our power back. Now, now it's not a being against men. It's not being against science. It's not being against medicine. It's literally taking our power back and saying, in all due respect, I appreciate what you're trying to do here. I've got it. One of my friends went in to have a, a cardiac stress test and after a coronary procedure. So he's on the, the treadmill and she said, you know, 
your heart rate isn't raising. It's like you're, you're doing okay here. I think we're going to do a, a test where I inject you with a radioisotope. So then I make sure everything's okay. Now this guy's a Qigong master. So he goes, nothing's going to happen to me here. And the reason why my heart rate is like it is and all the rest of it is that I know exactly how to control it. And by the way, you won't be injecting anything into me because I'm never coming back. Now, the only way you can do that is to get away from fear. The only reason that a pregnant woman would allow herself to get a DPT and a flu shot in the second trimester of pregnancy, I'm telling you, her mm. mother bear, her sovereignty is, it's missing in action. How do you do that? Oh, and then worry about a tuna sandwich, okay? Worry about the mercury in tuna while you allow yourself to be injected with DPT and tetanus. And by the way, they've been doing that since the 90s, since I stopped delivering babies. Oh, and then a hep B shot, 99% of the newborns in the United States. Hepatitis B shot, great. That contains 15 times the FDA allowable amount of aluminum, but it's as a nanoparticle. So that we can begin to alter the brains of humanity with heavy metals and nanotech and all of that. And quite frankly, they've done an amazing job. We now have the whole millennial group, the cancel culture group, the wearing is caring crowd, the you need to do that to protect me. That group, I swear to you, we are at the great culling. Remember when they, they reintroduced the wolves to Yellowstone, right? And yeah. it changed the course of the river and it made Yellowstone much healthier. I swear to you, they have released the wolves into humanity. And maybe, maybe only 30% of us are going to survive it. This time around, I think we recycle, you know, I, and, and I'm not anyone else's higher power. So if you hate what I'm saying, oh, here's the other thing I know. Divine love and light when someone's sovereign, that is irritating. That's irritating to somebody who is fear-based and toxic. They hate it. So you got to get used to that. People aren't going to like it. They're not going to like it. And at this point, it's like, good. You don't like, I don't want you here anyway. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be around you. I love you. I just went to a party. I hadn't seen these people for a year. A woman comes up to me, gives me a huge hug. Oh, don't worry, she says. I've had my two shots. And I thought, if you really knew what I think, I would think you are by far, far more dangerous with what you're secreting through your skin, through your breath, through your feces, through your blood, through your sexual fluids. I'm way more concerned about you than I am about me, except that I love this person. I love her. We've spent all kinds of time together, but she's not making the cut for my inner circle. But on the same, at the same time, I'm not worried about that hug from her. Yeah. I'm not, it's just like, pfft. That doesn't apply to me. Now we're back to the outlier thing. Oh yeah, this will work for the great collective. Carolyn Mace, the medical intuitive used to say, it's about the power behind your eyes versus the power in front of your eyes. Mm -hmm. So I don't give that power in front of my eyes very much of my energy because I know that it feeds those suckers. It feeds them. Fear and anger is food for the lizards. So let's starve those buggers out. And the, what's beautiful to me about the German new medicine that you are about 
is how empowering it is and how individual it is. Standard medicine is, you know, standard deviations. It's what's happening to whole population. Well, the literature shows, you know, and as a med student, I'd go in to the rooms of patients and actually talk to them. Oh my God, I'd get their story. They would tell me what was going on. I, I would know when they were going to die. I would know whether they were going to get better. I, and oh, and I also knew right away whether my best stuff about their own power, whether that was even going to land. Like, did they even have a little surface that wasn't already taken up with propaganda? I will tell you something, only about 5% didn't have the surface already taken up with propaganda. Yeah. So I'm talking to those because it's only going to take 3.5% of the people awake to turn the whole thing around. And Stephen Greer, the Disclosure Project, he says it's only 1%. Yeah. And we're getting there and we're getting there fast, I think. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. So, wow. what are your okay. questions for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, you know, we, we come from a German new medicine background. So we look at everything that's going on in the world today. And we see, you know, exactly what you've said is that people don't understand what's going on. They're listening to the narrative. They're not listening to their inner guidance. And they're certainly not an understanding of German new medicine, because if they were, they wouldn't be having the fears and believing in the narrative because we know that it's not accurate. We know it's not true. Yeah. And yeah. This, yeah. The new medicine is absolutely integral for this change, for this up level, for everything yeah. you're talking about. People have to know how their body, how their biology works. We have to understand how the psyche impacts the brain and the organ and that every illness is a tissue adaptation and that if our perception of our world is something dangerous and scary and we have to hide away and you know it's before it's the, it's the germ and now it's the now it's the injected and if you just watch how we're ping-ponging back and forth fear yep. for fear you have to exit that whole system. Like you've been saying, you have to exit, you have to see how you are being manipulated, how you are being um, convinced to fear your neighbor and how that is never going to lead to greater health. That's never gonna lead to your protection. Avoidance doesn't lead to strength, you know? So being in, you know, being out there hugging your friend fearlessly, knowing that you've exited the system, any of the fears, any of the worries, you've protected yourself from it. And that's really what we need. We need individuated people who are rising in their strength and their personal power and understanding who I am is and living fearlessly. And the more people that do that, and, and it is, it's, it's a test of, of strength. It's a test of your, your inner connection, because if you are disconnected and if you, if most of the voices in, in your head are those of other people and opinions and narratives, and you know, whether it's on the alternative side or the conventional side, it doesn't even matter. no, you know, in fact, voice. one of the groups that has been the most disappointing to me is all the integrative physicians. My God, they have just folded up their tent and yeah. gone into the fear narrative. Like all the many, many, many people who have been mentors for me have just bought the narrative. And, you know, it's like, okay, next, I got a, like, I got a huge library at this point that really needs purging. I mean, I don't, I don't need that energy around because 
at the very moment when people, when you people had the choice to rise up or go the other way, they chose to go the other way because it was more expedient, more comfortable. You know, maybe they got paid. I think a lot of people are paid a lot of money to keep the, the narrative going. And you, like the nurse friend of mine who said, no, I am not gonna give those shots to kids anymore. She stood in her sovereignty. And what people don't realize is how much power is there, true power, electromagnetic field of light pushing out from you that changes reality, changes biochemistry, changes tissue. I mean, we know from um, the fact that there is there are documented spontaneous remissions from every known disease. Yeah, And if you find out what those people actually did, how they changed their thoughts, how they changed their diet, how they changed it. Everyone's different, by the way, about how they did it. And some people didn't do anything. I mean, yeah. they just literally had a conversion experience, by the way. That's what they're telling these people who yeah. take the shot. And the next thing you know, they're like this, you know, and, and so standard medicine, you got to love this. It's so horrible. Are, are saying to all of them, well, this is a psychiatric disorder. This didn't, this didn't actually, but it's interesting to me that the ones that, you know, like these three women who were on Dell Big Tree, who got these incredible neurologic symptoms, they mm. were the front lines. They were so steeped in the narrative. They were going to go first as heroes to show everyone, this is what you do to protect everyone else. And man, did they ever run into a brick wall? You know, I mean, at this point, speaking of evolution, I mean, this is kind of like we're at the Darwin Awards here, like, you know, <laughs> the, the people who are deeply in the narrative, they're, they're MK altered somehow, they're, they're hypnotized, they're, mm -hmm. I'm sure you've been as astounded by this as I am, as, as my daughter uh, says, it's not, they won't even look at any evidence. They won't look at anything. What they want to do instead is cancel a voice like me, who I've only been saying the same thing for about 40 years. I mean, I haven't changed people. What's happened to you? Nothing. You're not keeping up. <laughs> yep, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so. there certainly does seem like people are completely hypnotized. The fact that they cannot even look at any evidence. It doesn't matter how legit the evidence is. Not it, It's not computing at all, which does make you feel like everyone is under a spell. And those people who are not, like you said, it's kind of like... You can't be helped if you are under the spell, if you don't even have a space, a question in your mind about what's happening. Unfortunately, I mean, you, you may not make it this time around because, you know, it, it is that I have, you have to look and say, what am I consenting to and why? What am I, this implied consent that everyone just goes along with it? I love that story of this nurse that just says, no, I, I don't want to do this anymore. And that her wish was honored. And it's so many people we don't realize we fear so much the consequence that we don't even try. We don't even try to stand up and say, no, I'm not going to do that. No, that doesn't make sense. We're afraid to say, no, I won't wear the mask at the store. And so we, we just have to consent because we're so afraid. And so I think people do need to, you know, test what are you made out of, you know, look at yourself and, and see who are you really? Are you a, a scared? 
weird, small little creature who's just vulnerable to any little microscopic thing that can come by. Like, look at your body that built itself. Look at how like brilliant the wisdom that pumps your blood and keeps every organ functioning perfectly. Recognizing that is just so crucial instead of looking outside to what medical device can save me today. Oh my God. And here's the thing I, I want everyone to know. It's not like I haven't been sick. I mean, I had a couple bouts of whatever it is. Do you think that I would ever go and get one of their PCR tests to stick nanoparticles in my blood brain barrier? No. no. A test with a 97% false positive rate. I mean, the whole global shutdown is based on a freaking lie. Yeah. And, you know, but, but the opportunity for humans to evolve is so great. We wouldn't do it in any other circumstance. So yes, I got sick. I got sick with, you know, like two weeks of coughing and, and really, really tired. I'll tell you how I see it. Cause I know in German new medicine, it is the meaning of it. And for me, it was, it's always been about, oh, okay. I'm becoming human 2.0. This is the, the toxins and the old stuff leaving my body. That's how I see it. That's good. That's good. Well, and what Dr. Hammer discovered is he mapped out the entire brain. So we know if you have a symptom, we trace it back to which relay has been activated in the brain. And that determines what your conflict shock is. So if you had a lot of coughing and things, you probably had a territorial anger conflict that you resolved. And okay. how much territorial issues are going on now? It is rampant right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. Because it's almost like I remember the first time I ran across Dr. Hammer's stuff and I thought, this makes total sense. Yep. I mean, you know, his own story, right? Yep. Um, it made complete sense because one of, one of my favorite referrals ever way back was a osteopath who sent me a patient and the referral prescription said, birth control pills are blocking intuitive wisdom. Please, you know, so I said to him, the guy's name is a legend, Jim Jealous. I think he's over in Vermont now. I said to him, how do you know this stuff? Come on, this was back in the, in the 80s. How do you know? Wow. And he goes, I think I'm just too stupid not to notice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know? Yeah, like, you yeah. know, we know that in a way there are no accidents. You know, in a way, nothing that happens to you is by chance. Right. So my friend, uh, Julie Ryan is a medical intuitive. She's wonderful, very grounded entrepreneur. She's invents surgical instruments. And she said, you got to go by the two minute rule. And it's this, when you read anything, hear anything, you ask yourself, is this going to kill me in the next two minutes? And if the answer is no, it's fake news. Isn't that good? Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Like really good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's great. I, you know, oh, go on. Go on, Annie. I was going to say, you know, you, you had talked about how we're in a birthing, we're in the birthing canal right now of the new human. Yeah. And, you know, I would say that all of us who work with German new medicine or Germanische Heilkunde, we're seeing that because the people who are reaching us now wouldn't have reached us 10 years ago. They're in a mindset now that they're looking for, okay, what's really going on? And they find us. And when they learn GNM, 
the light bulbs go off and they have that right in that moment empowered themselves and changed their vibration. They have just raised their vibration to understand everything about their body from their, their whole life. That's fantastic. Because yeah, here's the thing I can tell everybody, as my, my colleague, Larry Plefsky said, medicine, Western medicine is dead. It, it's been dealt a death knell. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, he said, there are no pediatricians anymore. All there is, no matter what you go in for is COVID, 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 COVID. No one has any diagnostic skills. Nobody. I mean, I'm talking about the system. There are wonderful MDs, DOs, herbalists, but we are now needing to support an entirely new parallel system. So things like German new medicine is going to come right to the fore. This is going to be the medicine of the future so that all of these, you know, think about all of these temples to big pharma, frankly, yeah. all these medical systems. I mean, I think about, you know, the one in the famous one in Baltimore, we have, by the way, a lawyer working with us at Maine Stands Up and this wonderful knight in shining armor took the case to question the governor and the Maine CDC. And I said, how did you get into this? And it turns out he represents the victims of medical terrorism who are Guatemalans who were given syphilis and, you know, and just like the Tuskegee project and they didn't know. And he said, this was carried out by the United States Public Health Service and uh, the Rockefeller Foundation. And he's looked at the archives in Sleepy Hollow of the Rockefeller Foundation. And he goes, there's a tremendous amount of darkness there, but here's a guy who was born, he was born for this particular job. And he said the same names come up over and over and over in the halls of those places that we've seen as major healing centers. And they're not, and they're not. What they are is major indoctrination centers. And I remember as a kid reading that like the Reader's Digest and they'd have these stories about how these parents were seeking uh, help for their child and they'd gone here and there and they'd gone everywhere and they finally, finally came to, you know, this shining hero at Massachusetts General Hospital, you know, and I can remember that's the, that's the carrot on the stick that we all get in medicine. If you, if you just get the right diagnosis and if you get the right tests and if you get the right doctor, that is your salvation. And it, and yeah, that's the belief system so that that happens, but the keys to the kingdom are in what you're doing. Yes. Really. Yeah. And yeah. we would absolutely agree with that. We are forever indebted to Dr. Hammer and his discoveries. They will change the world at some point and someday <laughs> they will be taught in medical school. That's right. And that's Someday right. they will because it's biology. It's basic biology. That's, that's it. That's it. See, this is not woo-woo. Right. The real and true definition and explanation of biology. Yes. Because Beautiful. it's a law and it happens every single time. And that's the thing that's so incredible. Every other theory, it doesn't happen every single time. You can't give, you can't sprinkle a germ on someone and make them sick. I mean, no. they, they've tried it and it has not been proven yeah. despite well, the I know. so widespread. Yeah, that's that whole Spanish flu thing. You know, as you know, you know, they took horse snot and they did, oh God, Judy Mikovits said, 
that they actually dug up bodies from the Spanish flu so that they could clone the bacteria of that time. And she said, you know, what we're calling SARS-CoV-2 is nothing but influenza A and B. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you look at the Spanish flu after World War One, when you understand GNM, you understand that it is the healing phase, the peace post-conflict phase from the war. Everyone was so upset and stressed. And, you know, they were running from a saber-toothed tiger for all those years in the war that finally the war ends and they all go into their post-conflict phase, their healing phase. And that's when we have symptoms. It's so obvious to us that that is a very natural resolution to the conflict shock they had during the war. And, you know, Carolyn Mace used to say the polio epidemic, Mm -hmm. which we know was um, also because of DDT, spraying the DDT, but Mm -hmm. she said it was the United States. It was the feeling crippled, feeling crippled after World War II. Right. Right. And what we would say in GNM is it's a motor conflict. We're stuck. We can't move. So it impacts in your motor cortex and that impacts your striated muscles. I love it. I love it. It's, it's all mapped out. You can see it right here and behind me and behind Melissa. It's, it's not rocket science anymore. It is figured out. We know this, the specific conflict shock for every single symptom out there, what they would call a disease. Yep. Yeah. Empowerment at its best. Absolutely. As yeah. long as, you, you know, Carolyn wrote a book called Why People Don't Heal Yes. and How They Can. And there are many people and, you know, no one wants to hear this. There are many people who do not want to get well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a, a patient, this was an interesting situation in the psych ward. A friend of mine was in her psychiatry training at the time. And the woman became... She was in a wheelchair, but nobody could understand why. And one night in a delirium, she got up and walked. So in the morning, you know, the doctors and nurses said to her and her husband, oh my goodness, this is amazing news. You can walk. The woman goes, I deserve total care. I deserve total care. And and my friend, the psychiatrist whispered to the husband, if I were you, I'd get out now <laughs> because, you know, but also in, in German new medicine, you could, you could do German new therapy. Like if you are in relationship with someone, like I, I got to give you an example. One of our people in the mastermind, Renette Senem was the former mayor of Nevada city, California. And she's very interested in creating these new sustainable systems. And at the beginning of this whole thing, she had her closest friends and relatives sign a form where, as she said, if you decide to go ahead and get this experimental injection and anything happens to you, we're just putting you on notice. We will not be available to bail you out. In other words, we are not going to bail you out and have you, you know, take our resources. This is what you are doing of your own free will. That's okay. That's on you. Yeah. We're not going to be dragged into it. Yeah, perfect. And I think that that's very, very important because what is the PSYOP here? It's the hijacking of human empathy because mm-hmm. we care about each other. We love each other, but you have to draw a line in the sand 
about what you're willing to do. Like, because at this point, like I've said to you, we now have all these people coming to us. Well, I, you know, now I'm having this and I'm having that and I'm having the other thing, you know, can you help me? It's like, no, we already did. You chose something else. That's on you. I'm sorry. So, so your own inner guidance, your own connection with source, you've got that. No one can take that away from you. But for those of us in the healing professions, that is a huge hook. It's a huge hook that we can impale ourselves on because trying to bail people out of their own choices can can lead to enormous burnout and fatigue. Mm-hmm. So we have to learn how to take care of ourselves first. Absolutely. All right. Oh my gosh, this has been wonderful, Dr. Northrup. Yeah, it's been great for me to learn what you're doing. And yeah. uh, one thing I want to mention before we close mm-hmm. is that Melissa Sal and I have developed an organization that is now worldwide. And it's called ghkglobal.org. Okay. And it is bringing together those of us in the GNM field so that we can network and support each other and support each other with advanced education so that we can go out and do the work we need to do. But we do a summit every year as well for everyone around the world. We have thousands of people who show up for that. And it's a way to learn German new medicine for free. But ghkglobal.org is our website. Okay. We send people there because we've got practitioners. We have different kinds of holistic practitioners and GNM teachers all around the world who are listed there. So we encourage everyone to go to that site if you want to learn more information. And Melissa and I both have our individual websites as well. So there's a lot of resources out there. And so we're really excited to be able to bring this to the forefront because it's what people need right now. It's that next missing piece for that empowerment for themselves. Absolutely. I'll make sure I get that on my Telegram group right away. And for those of you who are interested in what I'm doing, go to (laughs) drnorthrup.com. Perfect. And I'm andylockmears.com. Okay, good. Okay, let's get that down there. And drmrsl.com. Right. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, great. Yes. We got to get the the word out. And one of the things that's happening that I love right now is that there is a global cooperation amongst practitioners, the likes of which I have never seen before. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. We are yeah. seeing as well in the GNM world. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Like you know, no one is trying to build their little empire. Uh, anymore alone. It's about cooperation and collaboration. It has to be that. Yeah, that's it. Not about living in your own silo. (laughs) No, this is way more fun. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much. This has been Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Wonderful meeting with you. Great to meet you. Bye-bye. Take care.